0: It's that time again. Let's get started. From the Clatsop County Historical Society, an adventure in history with Mac Burns and Alana Quila. You should never be allowed to talk to people. Some people without brains do an awful lot of talk.
1: And now with today's adventure, it's Mac and Alana. Good evening and welcome back to an adventure in history. I'm Alana Quila with Providence Seaside Hospital. Here tonight with Mac Burns, executive director of the Clatsop County Historical
0: Society. Hey, you know we're like a week behind on stuff. Oh, but, that's okay. Uh, we had uh, last weekend, mm-hmm. last Saturday, a week ago, the uh, Fort George Brewery Lupulin yes. Ecstasy Festival, and you know they just lead a charmed life over there, or they just do everything right. Because the week before we had our event on the grass yep. of the Flavel House, mm-hmm. and it was pouring rain; it was miserable. <laughs> We still had fun, because it's the Flavel House, and it's the historical society, so it goes without saying it's going to be fun. But Fort George, it's the most beautiful weekend Uh, in like a month.
1: And sold out prior to that.
0: 700 tickets, they sold in 20 minutes once they announced it online, bam, done. And uh, it just came off flawlessly. There was really nothing wrong the entire day, Saturday. We had a bunch of people that went through the Flavel House, went through the film museum, Beer on the grounds, nobody I was rowdy, or I love uh, the, it. the grounds were left meticulously, the same as when they set everything up.
1: So tell me more about this, because as a, an event person, you do have such an ideal venue right there.
0: It really is charming.
1: So who thought of it? Who who brought you know, that?
0: Fort George came to us yeah. the first time, it was like 2018 or 2019, mm-hmm. and they said, we want to do this festival on the grounds, it's a new thing, and we just thought it'd be kind of cool to do it off campus. And make a donation to a nonprofit, and kind of tie that in a little bit. And we're going to sell 400 tickets, and can they go through the football house as well? And we negotiated a deal, right? Uh, So it was good for us. Mm -hmm. And it was kind of rainy last time, but you know, except for rainy on the grass, it leaves a little little torn up, muddy. Sure. Everybody was respectful. I mean, nothing bad happened in the house. Nobody tried to bring their beer, and they had a beer checker out front. Oh, there you go. Um, And it was just really well done. The biggest things we learned: we popped the power a couple of times, and, <laughs> and thankfully our guy was there and like quickly fixed it. And then we also realized we really should um, have our custodian Larry, who's a loyal listener. Larry, we yes. could not we could not survive without you, Larry. Thank we, you, Larry. we love you, and you are like the most amazing employee. Um, but we should have had him there Aww. the first time because nobody was checking the bathrooms. Oh, and yeah, by the sure. end of the day, there was like no toilet paper left, right. no paper towels Makes left. Makes sense. <laughs> so those were our only two takeaways: is we need more docents in the house next time. And we need to ask Larry to, to check in yeah, or somebody else needs to do it. So when they came, they next year they had already bought the, uh, the warehouses mm-hmm. on the waterfront. And they said, well, we want to do it there because we've But it just didn't, it didn't sure. work out for them. There were some issues and then COVID. Right. And then they came to us and they said, we'd like to bring it back. And I said, what happened to the doing it on the warehouses? Yeah. And they said, well, we got some issues uh, that we have not solved yet. And, everybody loved it on the full house grounds oh, I would, love you, it. would you be willing to let us do it again i was like heck yeah and they said we're gonna sell 700 tickets this time oh okay and i said heck yes <laughs> <laughs> but it, it didn't feel crowded it sure. just felt well there's great music and it was just a wonderful relaxing day i think because
1: people probably tear themselves right they i mean they come at different times i kind
0: of and... think so i kept seeing people though that when i was in the house doing a little bit of duty i would i would chat with somebody and then when I made the ground, uh, rounds on the grounds, that rhymes, yeah. like an hour later, I'd still see them. And then an hour after that, I'd see them again. And I'd be like, wow, how long are they staying? <laughs> so yeah. I kind of felt like people stayed you know, three yeah. or four hours, and it was only 12 to 6.
1: Well, I love it. So. I love that idea. And I was thinking okay. that a little wine tasting event outside.
0: Hey, that would work.
1: Um, yeah.
0: And, and the, the best thing about it, I, I would guess... Five percent of those people had ever even been on the grounds of the Flavale House, uh, let alone in. See, that's so it's a whole new audience. Really nice. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, and also the fact too that they they have to stop drinking to go in the house. Oh yeah, they gotta so check their glass again. As a former event person, the more you can get people to not just just drink, yes, that's <laughs> so a good thing, right? You yeah. have food, you have the, there's the food, house, there's
0: music, and there's a giant blow up T Rex.
1: There you go. See.
0: And a giant bumblebee that was hanging in the tree.
1: The historical society <laughs> in Fort George knows how to do it. Way to go! Well,
0: we'd really just said, "Come on in."
1: You said sure. <laughs> you said, "Heck yes." <laughs> that was a wonderful thing. I mean, it
0: really. I, actually, the two people that worked the hardest on this on the whole weekend, and I mean, I was there doseting, but pff, how hard is that? Um, but it was Matt, our facilities manager, that kind of makes sure the power and everything else and Perfect. nothing bad's being happening on the grounds, and and Larry. Yeah. Uh, other than that, it was just kind of like, okay, come on in.
1: Oh, it was stunning. Yes.
0: We so were do, we, more uh, those. do we have anything to uh, plug or should we get right to no, the big let's, show?
1: Let's get right to it.
0: All right. So these are things that happen tomorrow, May 30th. Yep. Memorial Day. Happy Memorial Day, everybody.
1: Yeah. Oh, you know what? Today is Carly's birthday. Oh. Today, do not for- tomorrow.
0: Do you force Carly to listen? No. no I, hope, I hope not. I don't.
1: <laughs> Only when she's had to sit here before and she sits absolutely quiet.
0: But but she sat here with headphones on. I know. So she didn't hear anything.
1: Oh, that's true. Yep, seven years old. So wow, yep. oh my
0: gosh, that doesn't seem possible. I know. It seems like she should be like three.
1: Hi. <sighs> yeah, it goes okay. fast. But <laughs> well, happy birthday. Long Carly. nights and short years. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. So these are uh, things that happen tomorrow. Tomorrow, May, May thirtieth, fourteen thirty-one. Joan of Arc is burned at the stake for heresy. Ooh. Doesn't that seem like a horrible way to die?
1: It seems like it, and it it, it is. Look, it's not just seems. <laughs> it I, is a horrible you, way to you, die. You are right.
0: I, I think we could probably make that projection. Yes. Sad, <laughs> so just if I have. But go Joan it. of
1: Arc because I mean she is an influential woman. Yeah. Of, course. All of
0: like what, fourteen or something? Right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I didn't write that down. Uh, 1806. Uh, speaking of horrible, future U.S. President Andrew Jackson kills Charles Dickinson mm-hmm. in a duel after Dickinson accused Jackson's wife of bigamy. Ooh. And it was kind of a scandal. I feel badly for everybody involved because um, Jackson's wife was in a very unhappy marriage, and I don't know if the guy refused to give her a divorce. Oh but they were separated for a while and then she she hooks up with Jackson and I believe they get married and it becomes like a scandal await for other politicians to throw it at him that well oh. she's married to two men. And it really wasn't her fault, right I mean, It wasn't like on purpose thing like I want two husbands. <laughs>
1: But then he shot the guy. So. Yeah, well, he
0: did shoot the guy. Uh, 1821, James Boyd patents the rubber fire hose.
1: Oh. In what year? 1821. Okay.
0: That just made me laugh because I'm picturing, okay, I know it's fire hose, but I'm also picturing like people watering their lawns yeah, in 1821. Right. just doesn't seem like it would be. Uh, 1848, the Treaty of Guadalupe Hidalgo between U.S. and Mexico comes into force, giving New Mexico, California, and part of Nevada, Utah, Arizona, and Colorado to the U.S. in return for fifteen million dollars.
1: Yay! I don't <laughs> think
0: Mexico really had a choice. Yeah, right. So it, that makes it sound like it was a warm fuzzy, right? Like sure, it wasn't we'll quite suck. equal. <laughs> like not like <laughs> not like buying Russia, buying uh, right. Alaska from Russia. Yeah uh 18 but i but i am happy about that because my my parents lived in new mexico for 30 years and new mexico is wonderful there you go and it's a lot easier just to drive to new mexico rather than like having to have my passport
1: true (laughs) well actually you would have just been living in mexico that's true (laughs)
0: 1868 decoration day later called Mm -hmm. memorial day is first observed in the northern united states
1: so I saw that I, I had that one too, and it says when two women place flowers on both the Confederate and Union graves. Hmm. So that's Memorial Day, the origins.
0: There we go. 1883, Brooklyn Bridge opens. A stampede caused by a rumor that the bridge was going to collapse kills 12. Oh. It was such a good thing when it started. You're like, oh, Brooklyn Bridge opens, and then they have to mark oh by 12 gosh. people die in a stampede. Awful uh 1896 first reported car accident occurs henry wells hits a cyclist oh man in new york city that's terrible 1896 see i would have guessed reading that that would have been like hitting a horse hitting a, hitting a trolley <laughs> hitting but he hits or a, another car a bicyclist uh, yeah. Jeez. <laughs> um, 1906 this one's just for me hershey <laughs> park Founded by Milton S. Hershey for the exclusive use of his employees, is opened. Oh, fun! I love Hershey Park. <laughs> I love the town of Hershey. I went to college near it, but even before I went to college near it, my family took like at least three or four trips there. Huh. It was a very charming small amusement park that felt like a little bit of a throwback. I mean, it wasn't. Huh. Yeah. Maybe it was wooden roller <laughs> roller coaster, <laughs> like Coney Island. Uh, but it was just really charming, and the town was charming, and. Now, I can't tell people they should go there because it's been at least 30 years <laughs> since I've been <laughs> there. Been, so it may be terrible now. Right. I don't know. But at least 30 years ago, it was wonderful. It was
1: charming. And chocolate, of course, everywhere.
0: And I, the, they've got like the Hershey Kisses are the lights, the street oh, lights. Oh, really? Yeah. So they
1: really like yeah. own and then, it.
0: And then you can go through the factory and see Hershey's Kisses being made. And it oh, just, the yeah. whole town smells like chocolate. Oh, yeah. That sounds wonderful. <laughs> it, it is. And yeah. I would be very disappointed to go back and see if it was not it the changed. same. changed. So Hershey Park opened on 1906 and originally just for his employees. Yeah. Cuz I want to do something nice for my employees.
1: Cuz they were eating all the chocolate. That's right.
0: <laughs> 1911, the first Indianapolis 500 is held on um night in the state in 1911, Ray Heron drives a single seater Marmon Wasp to victory in the inaugural in the Indianapolis 500, now one of the world's most famous motor racing Competition.
1: Yeah. I'd be curious how fast they went back oh, then. I've got an answer oh, for do you. you.
0: Yeah, I could read the whole thing because it was kind of a, a way for the car companies to test their cars originally. Oh, and sure. then they decide, well, let's have a race. And uh, the first race, 40 cars lined up. Uh, Multi car accident occurred 13 laps into the race. Of course. And the ensuing chaos temporarily disrupted scoring, uh, throwing the finish line into dispute when the eventual runner up, Ralph Mulford, mm-hmm. argued that he was the rightful winner. Uh, it was Ray Heron, however, who took home the $14,250 prize. It's pretty good. Clocking huh. an average speed of 74.59 miles per hour.
1: Yeah. See, that's, I mean, that's pretty good uh, for impre- that time. Impressive yeah. as it
0: was, his 1911 speed would have finished him 10th right. in the 1922 race. Yeah.
1: Oh, interesting. <laughs> so they got that much faster that quickly. Yeah, just
0: 10 years. Yeah and then uh, 1948 a dike along the flooding Columbia River breaks obliterating Vanport Oregon mm. within minutes 15 people die and tens of thousands are left homeless we should do a story on Vanport that's like because yeah, it was very one. heavily african american of course and there was mm-hmm. there's a lot of speculation that you know the dike was just kind of ignored because mm. they didn't yeah. care about right. taking care of the people that lived there and Tens of thousands of people were left homeless. Oh, let's and do where, it. Yeah. Where, where do they go? Okay. They leave. Got to do some research, Mac. Yeah. So it's it's kind of. I think OPB did a special on this as I'm well. Sure. Uh, and then uh, my history highlight of the day, thing I think had the most importance, and this is a little bit for you too. 1539, Spanish explorer Hernando de, de Soto, expedition of ten ships and 700 men lands in Florida.
1: Oh. They're in St. Augustine, right? Uh, Northern, uh, I Northern Florida. I so.
0: DeSoto. He goes all over, though. He's like in Louisiana, Arkansas, okay. and all over. But DeSoto.
1: Yeah. There we uh, go.
0: Did yep. I miss, what did I miss? Anything? No,
1: you got it all. Wow. I know. It's a first. <laughs> no. Maybe not. Well,
0: maybe not. <laughs> um, so uh, we also should tell everybody that if your voice sounds a little different, you do not have COVID. <laughs> But you have like a cold. I have a cold.
1: This is awful. I hate it.
0: <laughs> what a, what a throwback to two years ago, three years ago, regular cold. I
1: was telling you, I just I, it was a, it was a nice two years of not being sick and
0: masks and not seeing people and we're all healthier. I know somehow. Yes,
1: so yeah, it happens. So. We're trying to kick it in my household too because <laughs> man, with little kids, we're just.
0: I, I'm just amused at the idea of a retro cold. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so 2019 of you. Yes. And that uh, we
1: talk about it so freely now, yes. too. I mean, even just to, I mean, telling you. So I'm gonna. I have a mask on. I you know, I sound a little funny.
0: I think if people are honest with themselves, though, I think a lot of people are like, "Gosh, I really haven't been sick in two years." Right. Unless they got COVID and, and then they've been COVID sick, but other than that, people are like, "Well, I haven't had the flu. I haven't had a cold. I haven't."
1: And maybe when we are sick, we shouldn't be out sneezing around other people. Maybe not. Yeah. It's a good idea too.
0: Or at least covering our sneezes. Yes. And that's not true. not just with our sleeve.
1: <laughs> right.
0: <laughs> okay, but we have an event, because we're back a in the event visits. Fun
1: one, yes.
0: So I have to read something. It's an incomplete work. Okay. And I'm sad that it's been incomplete for about five years now. "'Twas the night before Goonies Day, when all through the town not a creature was stirring, not even a clown. The evictions were hung by the doors with care, in hopes that a golf course soon would be there. The Goonies were nestled all snug in their beds, while visions of treasure danced in their heads. And Chunk in his wine shirt and I with my inhaler had just settled all (laughs) of our hopes on a pirate sailor. When back at the jail there arose such a clatter, the guards all went to see what was the matter. Away from the cell, Jake flew like a flash, tore open the doors until the jeep made his dash. Francis was pouring the gas and Mama was eating a saltine. The famous Fratelli breakout is my favorite scene.
1: Nice.
0: <laughs> so I have the entire original poem. Oh my gosh. Written out. Fun. So I've got like the other lines that I just haven't changed yet to for, to be the Goonies. Yeah. Although I do have one further down that I I did one paragraph. He had mismatched clothes and a little round belly that shook when he shuffled like a bowl (laughs) full of jelly. He was chubby and plump and we all called him Chunk. And we laughed when we saw him pulling us from a funk.
1: Nice. You did
0: this? I did. And then the uh, very last lines, I I just have two lines there. And as the ship sailed away, one-eyed Willie said with a sigh, Happy Goonies Day to all and remember, never say die.
1: That's so good, so some, I love some, that someday, one. But look how many lines there's. Still. I know right? there's,
0: there's how many it's lines. A long, it's a long, it's a like, long, it's a book. Yeah, there's like 54 lines, and I've only changed like 18 of them. Those are good ones. So I have though. a long way to go. <laughs> I can
1: help you with that.
0: <laughs> you can. There you yes. go. Yes. So it's it's Goonies Day.
1: I know. Happens every year.
0: June 7th is officially, by uh, official mayorial proclamation, a holiday. Yep. And after the that was made. Uh, June 7th was made a holiday in 2013, 12, 15, 15, uh, uh-huh. yeah, 2015, the 25th anniversary. Okay. And it was really funny because obviously every time we do the big anniversaries, the f- every five years, uh, it gets a lot of media attention and Steven Spielberg's office mm-hmm. called the Astoria mayor's office. It said, we'd like a copy of the proclamation, please. Oh. So I choose to believe that it's hanging in Steven Spielberg's office.
1: Yes, of course. I choose to believe that. (laughs) I mean, he probably has 10 offices. Yeah. But it's in one of them.
0: So why why don't we do some Goonies fun facts and then we'll talk about some other things.
1: Good. Okay. So the Goonies was shot almost entirely in sequence over the course of about five months and most of the film was shot here in Oregon. To get the most realistic reactions, the kids weren't allowed to see the ship until actually shooting that scene. This didn't quite work as planned. As many of them uh, yelled, holy something. When they first glimpsed the pirate ship, the scene did have to be reshot. Did they forget that these were like young teenage no,
0: boys. Just, he, that was the way Richard Donner just liked to get more natural yeah. rather than trying to make them memorize lines and things. There was a Goonies oath that was cut out of the film but it's funny how many fans know this. Oh, and huh. Sean Astin even if you come up to him in a comic con and say yeah. I'm a Goonies fan he'll make you do the oath.
1: Oh interesting. Or he'll
0: do the oath with you. I will never betray my goondock friends we will stick together until the whole world ends. Through heaven and hell and nuclear war good pals like us will stick like tar. In the city or the country or the forest or the boonies, <laughs> I am proudly declared a fellow goonie. <laughs> I like <love> that.
1: <laughs> actor Corey, ha- um, Haim uh, auditioned for the role of Mouth but lost it to Corey Feldman.
0: Oh, the Coreys,
1: yeah, that's what that's why I was getting stuck there. So, Chunk, actor Jeff Cohen, got the chicken pox a few days before filming. Fearful he might be replaced, Cohen came to work anyway. So look for a few spots on his torso when he does the truffle shuffle.
0: You can see him. It's kind of oh, amazing. that's terrible. Yeah. Ugh. So he could have infected everybody else. Oh. <laughs> Maybe that's why this was his only acting gig. Right. <laughs> uh, some of the kids' real-life parents were the parents they hugged at the end of the film oh. on the beach. That's kind of nice. There was a scene with a giant octopus cut out of the film, but they still, uh, I believe, data says the the octopus was the scariest thing. And until people realized there was a scene cut, nobody knew what he was talking about.
1: Yeah. Interesting. Sean Astin, Mikey, was allowed to keep the map from the film. His mother threw it away a few years later while cleaning. Uh, This was also Josh Brolin's movie debut. Super fun.
0: Yeah, In a small goof, Sean Astin, who plays Mikey, calls Josh Brolin by his actual name, not uh, by his character's name. In the scene after Chunk breaks the water cooler in the basement of the abandoned oh. restaurant, and they just left it in. They
1: keep it. How funny. Uh, Sean Astin's one-eyed Willie speech was technically improvised. So uh, I think, didn't the director just ask him to, to like say, what would yeah. you be thinking, or what would you... Yes. Yeah. yeah.
0: How, how, how do you think that your character would reply, and then they had the cameras rolling apparently. And in one take or something, I right? I think so, yeah.
1: Okay. Uh, To get a more naturalistic performance out of Aston in the scene in which he tells his fellow Goonies about the legend of One-Eyed Willie, Donner had the child actor improvise in an offbeat way. Donner simply told Aston the story moments before they shot and had the actor tell it back to him as best he could with those cameras rolling.
0: The treasure map was speckled with real blood. The uh, prop master that was making just decided it didn't look old and worn enough and he like spilled coffee on it and was grinding things into it and then finally realized it, it needs some blood and he oh actually like, sl- I think he like sliced Ugh. his finger or something and, and dro- dropped blood on it gross Production designer J. Michael Riva thought the prop treasure map, oh, here we go, uh, looked too new, so to make it look over 300 years old, he spent an afternoon aging it after pouring coffee on the map. He wanted to add blood, but the prop department was out of paint. In a quick bit of improv, uh, Riva cut his finger and dripped his own blood among its edges. Ew. Uh,
1: Yeah, gross. Uh, The bats in the underground caves were actually just bow ties and wads of black paper mache blown out of air cannons that's good. I think they all appreciate that. I think that's one of my favorites. Yeah. Uh, Goonies takes place in the same universe as Gremlins. Believing Chunk is pranking him over the phone again, the police officer Chunk talks to to recalls one of Chunk's stories about little creatures that multiply when you pour water on them, which is a reference to the movie Gremlins. Steven Spielberg was an executive producer on both films, and screenwriter Chris Columbus wrote both movies as well. Corey Feldman also appeared in both movies.
0: Don't let them get wet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was never, Gremlins was not a huge thing for me. No.
1: So. It was creepy, though. Yeah. And I mean, creative. But, I mean, hard to top Goonies. That, well, of course. That goes right. without saying. The story.
0: So, um, one of the other things that we didn't put on this list that's really kind of cool is, you know, um, Steven Spielberg and George Lucas always kind of give hidden Easter egg shout-outs to each other. And like in Raiders of the Lost Ark, when he's being lo- Indiana Jones is being lowered into the pit, some of the hieroglyphics on the wall, there's an R2-D2 and a uh-huh. C-3PO on the wall. And then in uh, the second Indiana Jones movie, uh, the club is Obi-Wan oh, that he comes out of for Obi-Wan Kenobi from Star yes. Wars. And if you freeze frame and zoom in the pirate ship in the Goonies, there's a little tiny R2-D2 model
1: Oh my it's on it on the ship on
0: the ship Oh my! we used to when we did uh, jeff dilly and i in the glam tram mm-hmm. giving guided tours for some of these uh, goonies goonies weekends i would say that and people are like no way and then i would pass around the blow up with it circled and it's very clearly r2d2 oh, how sitting fun. On the ship. obviously in the model that they kind of yeah. use for distant shots but <laughs> so uh thought we'd do a little bit of history of uh the Oregon Film Museum. Yes. Or actually, no. Let's let's do this out of order, just in case we run out of time. So, Goonies weekend is this weekend. Yeah, lots to do because the seventh is not on a weekend. So, the uh, th- this is the thirty seventh anniversary of the Goonies. Okay. On um, June seventh is the date that the movie was released, which is why we celebrate on June seventh. Uh, it's an official holiday here in Astoria, and there are always tons of Goonies things to do. The Oregon Film Museum is open, of course, every day from ten until five, and filming sites around Clatsop County, because this is not an Astoria thing; this is a Clatsop County thing. Right? Are always available for drive-bys or uh, respectfully walking by.
1: Yes, no knocking, please. Hmm. Uh, starting on Friday, June third, you can stop by the Oregon Film Museum or the Astoria Warrenton Chamber of Commerce Visitor Center to get the 37th Anniversary Become an Oregonian booklet. With 37 fun things to do, complete 15 of the items and return to get a commemorative 37th button. Booklets will be available while supplies last or until June 8th. And so, it's kind of fun to get the book because again, you you can do it, use it anytime. It's
0: kind of a collector's item. And there's yeah. 30. The last year, there was the first time we did this, there were 36 fun things. And We said if you do uh, 15 of them, come back, we'll give you the. The button, that was the only way you could get the button. And, of course, we're taking your word that you really did 15 things. But then we'd also stamp with a special stamp the booklet. So that's how if people got a booklet after the fact somehow, that's how you know whether they were really here during the Goonies weekend or whether they just acquired one. And what was funny last year, one of those booklets was on eBay – three days after the event with special commemorative limited supply 50 bucks oh my
1: gosh <laughs> and a whole bunch
0: of people are like really come on <laughs> so i'm sure nobody bid on it for 50 bucks <laughs> so this year it's it's different stuff there's some things that are the same because sure. one of the items is go watch the goonies of course right. uh, go visit the film museum <laughs> but 37 items this year and a different pin uh commemorative and we just like the uh a Goonian.
1: yes good idea who thought of that you uh,
0: that was Julie Kovach ooh nice yeah, from up at the college I like so thank that you, Julie. so uh, the other thing is for the last couple of years we've sent Jeff Cohen uh, who played Chunk he's a lawyer now uh, down in Los Angeles we've sent him a birthday package of some kind nice and I thought it would be kind of fun so if anybody wants to stop by the film museum they can fill out a little card how nice uh, a little pad of paper and yeah. we have little notes they can tear off and put it in a big box and we'll mail it all oh. to him
1: I like that. Yeah. Then on Friday, uh, also on Friday, June 3rd at the Liberty Theater at 7 o'clock, there's a costume contest and screening of dun, 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 the Goonies, of course. Uh, doors do open at 6 o'clock. The movie's free. There's a $10 entry to be a contestant in the costume contest. Contestants can be individuals or group. First place winner gets $100. Second place winner gets 50 And third place gets a Baby Ruth candy bar. <laughs>
0: I think a lot of people so,
1: are going to be going for that baby Ruth.
0: Yeah, exactly. Or you know, one fifty dollar bill or two fifty dollar bills. Right. So we're probably going to make them. You know, assuming we have anybody that signs up. Oh, of course, and, and always pays us ten bucks. It's kind of a gamble. Pay yeah. ten to see if you can win a hundred. Or it's a very expensive baby Ruth bar. Yeah, right. But, but we, fun. But we will make them come up on stage, and then we'll have uh, a panel of judges that okay. will give them official ranking numbers, and then we will award the winners I the, love it and then we'll watch the movie it's
1: fun the Goonies Greenies folks are good natured yes right? they are
0: and then uh, later that night at the uh, Astoria Arts and Movement Center uh, there's an 80s dance party from fun. 9 to 12 there's a $10 cover all ages are welcome though there's a cash bar with ID of course and uh, Rachel from 94.9 The Bridge will be the special DJ. I 80s music.
1: Yeah, that's fun.
0: 80s dance party.
1: <laughs> Saturday, June 4th, uh, the Flavel House Pond. One-Eyed Willie's Never Say Die Boat Race. 10 o'clock. Winner gets a $50 bill.
0: And we did this once before. Do you have to before, bring your own boat? You do. You have to make okay. your own boat. Make your own. And there's very specific. It can't be bigger than than like eight inches long sure. and, and six inches tall. Uh, last time we had about... 25 entries
1: okay it was fun. truly astounding
0: oh. and only two it was a photo finish and uh, i had to to kind of chat and look at the video to decide who won yeah uh, it was a little kid and he was very happy and oh. excited do um, a lot of them just sink a lot did instantly <laughs> sink yeah. and that's why it's the one-eyed willies never say dive oh, okay i was wondering dive if that was, uh, race boat race yeah. and it's just kind of funny because it's the Flavel house pond right it's not very yeah. big and there's lily pot <laughs> and pot pads in the way So uh, we'll see if if that is successful again.
1: Fun. Um, The next day, or no, that that day too, on Saturday, June 4th, uh, Liberty Theater has the Heart to Heart concert, which is presented by Ohana Media, and that's at 7 o'clock.
0: It's 80s stuff again, 80s music. Then uh, Sunday, June 5th, and this is just, we're going to see how this goes. We've never done this before, but of course the Jeep is parked out front, and we've had tons of fans that have said, well, can I take a photo inside of it? And we've always said no. My answer is always, oh, I don't have the key with me. I don't know where the key is. I can't find the key. Sorry. Who's in charge here? Uh, But we will actually let people do a photo op. Oh, Between 11 and 2, no charge. Yeah. Um, You have to bring your own crackers. (laughs) And uh, assuming that the Jeep will start for us, we will reposition it into the same position from the movie.
1: Oh, fun. Yeah. Either way. I mean, even if it doesn't start. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then on Tuesday, June 7th, which is actually Goonies Day, whether you have a casual interest in film tourism or consider it your whole reason, um, Set Jetters is your guide oh, from real to real. So you can, um, let's see, what is this? You can download a free app to learn more about film locations in Astoria and beyond and have a whole lot of fun Yeah, it's doing pretty that. cool.
0: And all this information, uh, I hope, is on our website. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I believe it is there, but I, I cannot actually confirm that. You can track us down, me. or go to a the tri- chamber. Chamber will have it, and a lot of these different places will have the things that are happening at their place, mm-hmm. like the the. Movement, the Arts and Movement Center and the Liberty Theater. Uh, So you can check those things out. And if you're not a fan of the Goonies, this is an off year, 37, so it shouldn't be crazy packed, like 10,000 people in town. The off years have been like 500 or 1,000 people have come to town. Right. And uh, we'll see what happens.
1: And there's people here every day. Every day there is somebody here specifically because they saw the Goonies.
0: And and you know, we've been keeping track since the the film museum opened in uh, 2010, in time for the, uh, or 2015, 2010, I'm sorry, um, in time for the Goonies' 20th anniversary. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'm I'm messing them all up, 25th. But uh, we've been keeping track of where people come from. Right. So here are the top 10 places that uh, visitors tell us they come from. California with eleven point one percent of our attendance, mm-hmm. Washington with ten point six, Oregon nine point three, mm-hmm. Canada five point two percent, England five percent.
1: I love that they come in like smack dab. They're right at the top. Yes, England.
0: And then uh, Texas four point two, Arizona two point six, Idaho two point six, Utah two point five, and New York State two point two percent of our attendance. Right, they come from all fifty states and about thirty to forty uh, different nations a year pre COVID. Uh, it's truly just astounding. And
1: that's for all reasons, but truly, like I'm saying, every day there's somebody here. Every day. All right. All right. So go have make, a good new week.
0: Go make some.